Creating a really good photography price list can be so complicated when you're trying to figure out on your own. You can try to copy another photographer's prices, but what you don't see are the dozens of little hinges that make a big difference in how much your photography clients invest with you. Little things that there's no way you can understand about pricing unless you've spent years pouring over the strategy of pricing photography. Over the years, I've critiqued thousands of photographers' price lists, and I don't think one person has gotten it 100% on the first swing. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to walk you through nine price list improvements that you can make to your photography price list when you're a boutique portrait photographer. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time. I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. Choose your words carefully. I see so many people using words, and you might think words aren't that big of a deal, right? I use just whatever words, but your words position you as a boutique photographer, so you want to pick your words carefully. I see photographers using words like, you get a copy of this, or prints. We want to call our art artwork or portraits. Also, the word shoot, right, for your photo shoot. Can we just, as a community, decide not to use the word shoot as much anymore if we can help it? Guns shoot. We're creating artwork. We have sessions. So I want you to scrub through your price list right now and see if, if any of these things are resonating. If you're using the word spend, we use the word invest. So all of the words, every single word on your price list is so, 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 so important. Number two. I see a lot of photographers using something called a print credit. So my belief is that your session fee as a boutique photographer should be for your time and materials to create the presentation for your clients. It's a lot of work. The session, the editing, the getting the images prepped, building the presentation, that's your time and you have value and I want you to be respected as an artist. And when you put a print credit, I did that years and years ago thinking, oh, I was too scared really is what it was. I was thinking that, oh, clients will, will see extra value in me because I didn't value myself. And what it does is it, it creates confusion and it also makes people feel like, well, that's what I got. I got this session. I got this print. That's all I'm going to get. And it devalues you. So your session fee or creation fee, whatever you want to call it, should be for your time and materials. And let's face it, it's going to eliminate the wrong fit client if they have, you know, $100 budget and $200 budgets and all they want are the digital files. It's not a good fit. 
Okay. I see number three. As boutique, I really prefer a la carte pricing over packages. Think about this. When you go to a really nice restaurant, you go to a really nice restaurant and you order your meal and you order your steak cooked the way you want and maybe you don't want the veggies but you want the potato or you want a salad or you don't want a salad. You get everything you want and you order it a la carte and you get it cooked to order. When you get a, go to McDonald's, you order a Happy Meal. So you, you're getting things in a little box, quick, easy, turnkey. People who drive through McDonald's, they order a Happy Meal and that's all they get. When people go to a a fine restaurant, they're ordering wine, and then they're ordering, um, you know, maybe an appetizer, and, and maybe they're trying a new meal because the server was educated and fabulous, and maybe they're ordering dessert. They're ordering all of these things, all custom made for them, and their orders are much, much higher than had they just grabbed Happy Meal number seven and driven through the line. And I know you might be thinking, oh my gosh, I have so much fear. I have so much anxiety over a la carte and actually having to talk to people. But packages put people in a box and you're going to get so many people going, well, can I trade one of these for two of these? And I don't really want this size. And I'd rather have four of this instead of one of that. And it becomes this whole thing. The other thing about packages is it does kind of put people in a box Right, so if you have small, medium, large, most will go to the medium, some will go to the large, but what about people who want something even more than that? You're not offering it to them. And I tell my clients, I might have someone come in and invest $5,000 on three wall portraits that hang down their hall, and the next person might want a custom book or album for that investment. Why do I want to force you into choosing the meal that you maybe don't even want? The other mistake I see majorly with photographers who are using packages because they're scared to talk to their clients. They want to make it easier, but I don't believe it serves the client. But a package strategy, and we wrote about this in our book, Worth Every Penny, but a packaging strategy is sort of like if you go to a company where you buy things in bulk and you know if you buy a giant tub of raspberries, you're going to pay less per raspberry than if you buy the little bitty carton at the grocery store. Well, same thing, a package is where you're kind of bundling. And so they are getting it less than a la carte. And that's what photographers did in the old school. They would sort of mark up the a la carte prices to make the packages look more appealing. And then they would they would lower the package on the, the price on the packages. But here's where photographers go wrong. They're doing it by just guessing, and they're not, there's no strategy for packages. So if I were to do that strategy, which I did for a while, and I found that my orders were stuck at the same place and I wasn't serving my clients, but if I were to do it, the packages would start above my average. Because if I'm going to give people a bundled st pricing strategy where they're getting a lot of artwork for a lower price, they should be committing to more, just like if you buy raspberries in bulk. But that's not what photographers do. I see so many having packages like $300, $500, That is not a successful pricing strategy. It doesn't serve your clients and it doesn't serve you. Okay, so I want you to be thinking about why am I doing packages? And I find that most people are doing packages because they're scared to death and they want to make it easier on themselves. And it's not even easier. All right, hope you are liking this. Number four, number four pricing strategy, odd numbers. 
When you go into a restaurant and you open a menu, people aren't saying, oh, the hamburger's $3, or say it's a steak sit-down boutique restaurant. The steak is $50, and the broccoli is $10, and the, the salad is $9 or $12, right? They don't end in even amounts. You would go to a restaurant and be like, they just made these numbers up, right? They're always odd and they're random. So think about that from a consumer behavior standpoint. If a consumer comes to you and your prices are like $100, $200, $300, they think, okay, this person has no idea what they're doing. They're just guessing and they're not a legitimate photographer. So if you want to be respected, you want to learn and understand pricing strategy, which should be based on your cost of sales, what it's costing you. And that's never going to calculate to be even numbers it just never is on a little bonus for number four also for photographers we don't need to have decimal points it doesn't need to be thirty seven dollars and forty nine cents you know in the forty nine cents we don't need that round them but make them odd and random so it might be forty nine forty nine dollars or a hundred you know twelve hundred and and ninety seven odd and random so there's not a, a pattern in your prices, when there's a pattern in your prices, it looks like, wait, they don't know what they're doing. They're just guessing. I, it loses that trust factor. And look, if you're feeling frustrated, I know I'm only halfway there, not even, and you're feeling frustrated, don't beat yourself up because I know you probably were guessing it's not your fault and it's okay. It's okay. I'm here to help you. Number five, which is a big one that I see a lot with photographers, and that is discounting. I look at them and there's a big X through it and it says 50% off today or you're discounting. Look, when you discount as a strategy to attract clients, you are attracting the wrong clients. You're positioning yourself as a low-end photographer. You're teaching your good clients to wait for a sale and you're devaluing your artwork. Okay, because if, if people see you have a product for $997 and you bought it for $450, in your mind it's now worth $450. Whereas last week it was worth $997. So you're, you are attracting the wrong clients and you're devaluing your business and you're not going to have any profit to stay in business. So discounting hurts you, it attracts the wrong clients and it sets you up in this spiral of, of a head trash. It just really does. Number five, oh my gosh, I'm going to get on my soapbox a little bit here, but professional design, it, professional design, you've got to use current fonts, good use of typography, good use of design. I know as photographers, we look at people's websites, we're like, oh yeah, they did that photo themselves, they did that themselves, they don't have professional photography, and then we think we're, we have fonts on our computer, so we're going to sit and design something. So use photos. I see so many. This is a little bonus for number, number six. Not only professional design, but photos of your images. If you're selling an album, show a photo of it, a beautiful photo of it, instead of just a black and white page with all of the numbers. So number six is professional design with photos. And number seven goes along with number six. You've got to have beautifully printed price lists. You cannot just print them on an 8.5 by 11 sheet of paper on your inkjet printer and call that something valuable because it's not. 
It is not valuable. Your clients look at that and think, oh, they just guessed. They printed it out this morning. They're not real. They're not legitimate. And so many of our students don't have retail studios. They're, they're location photographers. Well, what are people judging you on? They don't see a studio. They don't see a product that they're buying until after you've, they've hired you. So they're judging you based on this white piece of office paper with black print on it that's not professionally designed and you don't look valuable and you don't look worthwhile. So six and seven are so important. Professional design with beautiful photography and then beautiful printing. We use White House Custom Color, whcc.com. They have a five by five folded card and you, uh, you upload it, we create a template for our students and we make them use, they, they actually have a bunch to choose from, but we make them use professional design. They tweak it to be consistent with their brand because I understand professional design is an investment, but if you're going to be a boutique photographer, you aren't a DIYer, you've got to invest in doing it right. Number eight. Another big one, every single one I love, and there are things that I, lessons I've had to learn and things that I see on a lot of photographers' price lists when I do critiques. It's what I call knick-knack paddywhack. Knick-knack paddywhack. Get the knick-knack paddywhack off your price list. We're not in business to sell three-by-fives, and even holiday cards and a lot of those things, those are add-ons. We do not want to attract clients who just want knick-knack paddywhack. So if you put those on your original price list, they're thinking that's what you offer. And that's not what we offer as boutique photographers. We want big, beautiful artwork on our clients' homes. I didn't have that as a kid. And I want every, every human to celebrate the people they love with big, beautiful artwork on their walls. It's what I love to do. It's what I love to do for myself, for my friends, for my family, and for my clients in my photography business. And so if I'm out there offering and using all their decision-making power, picking three-by-fives and five-by-sevens and all these little little framed, little knick-knack, sit-around things, I'm not serving them in the way that gets big, beautiful artwork on their walls or big, beautiful books and albums and custom things. We can add those on later. So get those off your price list now. Boom. And number nine, this is going to be the, the icing on the cake. Kiss. Keep it simple, Sarah. <laughs> or silly or whatever, whatever word you want to use there. But keep it simple. We are not the cheesecake factory. We are boutique. Have you ever been to the Cheesecake Factory? Just curious. Have you ever been there? Their menu is like 57 pages of eight-point type from top to bottom where you're offered 10,000 different products and, and all these different combinations, and it's overwhelming. We're not the Cheesecake Factory. We're the specialty, delicious restaurant that just offers steaks or, or offers lobster or offers pasta. We don't have to offer everything. We're not all things to all people. So when you are creating a price list for a boutique photography business, you want it to be very curated, very simple. Because if I'm spending my whole time with my clients explaining an elaborate menu of if you, if you have print credits and you get five of these and you get four of these and you get a credit, it's totally taking the energy away from what is the beautiful artwork that you want on your walls? 
How can we create something magic of your family? How can we have this heirloom piece of art that you gift your child when they get married and you write a letter on the back? That's the conversation we want to have. Not 45 minutes of pulling out a big Excel spreadsheet and, and, and offering all these things because at the end of the day, the, the vehicle that the artwork goes in doesn't really matter. Whether it's a canvas or a framed piece or a metal or acrylic or a book or an album, the point is that our clients come to us for artwork and if we're just giving them ingredients like digital files or we're just we're, we're sending them home with an online gallery to order, we're not serving them. We want to sit down with them with our simple price list and help them create this vision of how to decorate their home with big, beautiful artwork. That's what we do as boutique photographers. So that price list has to be simple. It just really does. It has to be simple. The more simple, the better. There are so many ways that pricing can send the wrong message to our prospective clients. It's just how it is. They look at it, whether it's printed on a laser printer, it's got words like prints and copies and things like that that devalue what we do. This is why as an educator, as a coach of photographers, we actually have our students create their actual price list in our course. It's called Boutique Breakthrough. We have them sit down, we have them take templates, we have them pick prices that are appropriate for their market, their city, their country, what they want to do, their type of photography, whether it's boudoir, seniors, babies, pets, whatever it is. And we make them, uh, we make them produce it, and then they submit it, and we look at it and critique it. And in all my years, I haven't ever had anyone get 100% perfect. Some people come back three, four, five times to make sure it's absolutely perfect before they print it. So if you're that person who has some paralysis by analysis and you're, you're like, I think these prices are right, but I'm too scared to order them. So I'm just going to keep giving away digital files until some magic fairy comes and taps me on the shoulder and tells me to order it. If that's you and you want our help, please, 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 please. This is a really easy fix. Sure, there's some head trash about I'm not good enough to charge this, but when you learn all the things that go with the pricing, it starts to make sense. But you've got to start by learning it. So if you ever want to go get our help, go to joymarketing.com forward slash boutique breakthrough or check the show notes or just reach out, DM me and Instagram, find me. And I'll set you up with one of my strategy coaches to see if this could be a good fit for you. Because I know how scary it is to be out there on your own. And look, if you've made some of these mistakes before, I just gave you nine major ones. I, I could probably come up with about 50. If you've made some of these or you're stuck somewhere between shoot and burn, giving it all, but like offering products and no one's buying it, and you're thinking you're boutique, but you're really not, it's not your fault. I want you to know that. You've never had probably a mentor who's doing it, who's actually running a profitable photography portrait studio to hold your hand and make sure you're doing it right. And I get it. That's, that's hard to find. So I'm putting out an invitation to you to pause what you're doing, stop the marketing activities, and take a moment to invest in yourself and your business and get your pricing fixed. It's an easy fix. There are actual formulas. There are answers of how you have to price to be a profitable boutique photography business. And then you learn all the things around it, how to talk to clients, how to get the right clients. And if you're thinking you can't do it, 
I'm telling you, yes, you can. You absolutely can. Most of my students come to me and they're scared to death, which is why the small group learning environment live with coaches works so well. So you've got to pick your mentor, pick the process, trust the system, get your pricing fixed before you continue marketing, and you're going to be just fine. You are going to be just fine, but it starts with you making the decision that you've got to quit competing on price being a commodity photographer. So I hope you join us. I hope you've taken massive notes today, and I look forward to seeing you soon in one of our boutique breakthrough workshops. Hey photographer, it's Sarah again with a quick question for you. Do you ever wonder why some photographers make $300 a session and others make $3,000? I know I did. So I dug deep into what's going on and I wrote a book for you called Worth Every Penny. You can get a free copy at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book. Inside this book, you'll learn four ways to price your photography and why there's just one pricing strategy that attracts the best clients. What to do when you need clients and why paying for ads doesn't work and what to do instead that's way cheaper. The do's and don'ts of social media, what most photographers are doing wrong that lowers their profits and what to do instead. I'm not sure there's a book on the planet that more photographers have read. 23,124 photographers have it already, so I want you to have it too. Grab your copy of the hardcover book free here. Just pay a little for shipping and handling at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book.